Hello and welcome to another edition of Laurel Park Weekly. It's Wednesday, September 13th. I'm Stan Salter along with the voice of Maryland Racing, Dave Rodman, Ty Ellis here as well as we're going to recap a big opening weekend we had last weekend here at Laurel Park. And we're going we're to tell you about a big weekend we have coming up here this weekend as this Saturday is the Fall Festival of Racing featuring the Grade 3 Frank J. DeFrancis Memorial Dash presented by ExpressBet.com. We also have six other stakes on on the turf it's going to be a huge saturday out here this weekend we had a nice opening weekend handle was up all three days last weekend as well it should because the entry box filling and friday's races here at laurel park wow full fields big uh, fields on the turf and that's what the fans want so the fans are flocking to maryland racing and it's only going to get better as the fall rolls along with that big weekend of racing coming up later on this month the baltimore washington international turf cup plenty of stakes action in a couple more weeks racing 101 day at the races. A lot of things coming up here for the casual fan and for the guy who comes out each and every day, well, like us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you got 11 this coming Friday and probably another 11 12 on. Uh on Saturday, mm -hmm. so it will be a, a fantastic weekend of racing. Lunch on me today because I had a big opening weekend. I hit three of the first six pick fives we had here at Laurel Park. I hit both pick fives on Friday, early in the late, and then on the uh, on Sunday I hit the early pick five, and that bet is going to be my new favorite bet with that low 12% takeout, mandatory payout on the early pick five, and you can get some nice payouts, and I got some nice payouts uh, open a weekend. So lunch on me. How how, how are your picks uh, open a weekend, Ty? <laughs> I'll, I'll have to take you up on the lunch on you uh, <laughs> part of that. But uh, uh, that 12% that, that pick five stand really is one of the best bets in the country that we have here. I can order the lobster roll today. Well, yeah, Panera, lobster <laughs> roll. If they still have it, it's still in season, right? I don't know. Hopefully. I think we're going to upgrade today, Stan, since you said you're buying. Maybe pasta plus. Anything's <laughs> possible when, you know, when, you, when you're on a roll. Let's take a look here at opening weekend last weekend. It's the journey, the Maryland bread and top form for trainer Michael Trombetta. He's won four in a row. This is his win in the Shaladon. It's a tough field. A fleet Willie was in here rocking on by. But how about the four-year-old Maryland bred by Mineshaft, bred known by our Larry Johnson. It's the journey. His fourth win in a row for, for trainer Michael Trombetta. Alex Centron, a nice winning ride here. Four for 12 now um, at Laurel Park. Uh, actually now five for 13 here at Laurel Park now after this win. It's the journey, continues on the uphill climb, on the ascent. Anytime you can run side by side with the Fleet Willie on the turn and look over, at, Jock looks over at a Fleet Willie like, who are you? And he just drew off with complete authority there. A Fleet Willie certainly a better horse than we saw there in that performance coming off a win. He's sure to rebound, but uh, anytime you can not only beat a Fleet Willie, but drub him like that, you know he's got a serious sprinter on his hand. The Trombetta Barn having a big weekend too here at Laurel Park. Yeah, and it's the journey earned a career best 96 buyer figure wow, in there that's wow. a, that's a big number uh that was a tough field like we uh, mentioned about i like the red dragon tattoo horse didn't really run that well but uh did uh good pace pressure speed duel and really drew off 
impressive. Uh, sky's the limits, really, for the four-year-old. Yeah, sure. And a big weekend for John Beto, like you said. Big opening weekend for Alex Cintron. He's one of your leading riders after the opening weekend. How about rocking on by? The six-year-old's made a bunch of money, over 400000 He likes to be second against Stakes Company. Picks up another check here in the Chaladon. Right. And Larry Johnson in the winner's circle. Congratulations to him, owner-breeder of It's the Journey. He was out uh, in full force with a bunch of people here this weekend at Laurel Park. He's put a lot of money into the game, believes in his homebreds, and is paying off. Yep, it's a nice one there. Uh, let's take a look here at the shine again. Uh, line of best fit, just got beat a whisker at the big T. Wheels right back for trainer Kieran McGee and gets the money here in the shine again. Nice ride by J.D. Acosta. Line of best fit uh, went, went off 7-2. to You got All the early money was on her. She was even money early. Goes off 7-2, to pays $9.40. Here she comes splitting horses in the, in the stretch. Five days rest, too. If you remember this horse, she got beat in a desperate photo finish at Timonium just five days earlier. The My Magician beaten favorite surged late to make it extremely close. But this time, no photo. Well, it was a photo, but it wasn't. That nose margin got up to win by a head and neck there at the end. Line of best fit for Sheffield Stable and Rick Proctor. Saved a lot of ground on the backstretch that we just saw there. Came roaring up from the, from the rail. Really made a big late charge. This was a horse that finished third to Songbird a couple races back in the Delo, uh, Delaware handicap. So uh, it, there's some good uh, good talent in there, um, and, and we'll see where it goes from here. But uh, good win, just getting up by the head. Yeah, I mean, that's that's she's got a, she's a grade one stakes place mare now, so very valuable there. Line of best fit from Kieran McGee Sheffield. Now over 200,000 earnings this year, over 600,000 for her career. So a couple nice features last uh, weekend here. We had a couple other horses to keep, keep an eye on. Uh, a nice first-time starter for Sagamore Farm and trainer Horacio DePaz. DePaz and Sagamore, they've been red hot all year long, especially with the first-time starters. And this is a good-looking one here. Go with the terrain, a Maryland bred by Scat Daddy. That's a major league turf sire out of a not-for-love mare, Road to Honor. This guy's a half-brother to Going to Market, who made over 250000 it's also half to Southampton Way, a two-year-old that was second in the grade two up there at Saratoga. So go with the train from a nice family. A good-looking win here with Kevin Gomez aboard. Encouragement there in mid-stretch and then kicked into another gear to win going away. Sagamore Farm, homebred. Like you said, Stan, what a year for Sagamore. Not only here in Maryland, but a super meet at Saratoga as well, putting their stamp for not only the mid-Atlantic, but nationally. Ran the race, Stan. That was a five and a half. Ran 104 and, uh, 104 and four, earned an 86 buyer to debut. And we all know the turf course was a little on the the yielding to good side. Mm -hmm. So that's a good good time uh, for the way the turf course was playing, and really won with ease. Especially uh, when when they showed the stick to her, she really responded well. DePaz almost 30 percent with his first time starters this year. This was a well bred one, and you get eight dollars and sixty cents for the win yeah, price. That, that was unusual to <laughs> me. You know, yeah. usually when those Sagamore runners can run, and they're they're gonna show some talent in the debut they get a bet off the board you see a little early money but uh that one kind of escaped the uh the betters there uh in uh, in the turf uh, run there this past weekend maryland million coming up in october mark your calendar for maryland's day at the races the jim mckay maryland million that's going to be saturday 
October 21st, and we saw a good-looking Philly win last Friday. We might see in the Maryland Million Juvenile Phillies race. Let's take a look here at Limited View, a Maryland bred, bred by Barbara Smith, by Freedom Child. That's a young sire up there at, at Country Life Farm. Uh, this Philly's out of a not-for-love mare, John Salzman Jr., won with her in debut at Laurel. They tried grade two at Saratoga. They have her back in winning form here. Good-looking win, Limited View with Edgar Prado aboard. You know, as, as short a price as she was, a lot of people were saying, well, maybe she had won much easier but really it was just a hand ride for limited view and she's got a few quirks about her no she she's been very kind of a nervous kind of a filly and she was a bit nervous in the post parade but a great job by john salzman jr barnes settling her down there and getting her perhaps to mature just a little bit that was the first winner for that country life farm stallion freedom child yeah. way back in june visually that was an impressive win dave you got uh, a horse was coming up on the eighth pole uh, looked almost like he was going to go by, but then the horse really responded well. The figure came back a little low, 55 buyer speed figure, but two-year-olds always have time to improve. Uh, it was visually impressive, but that figure came back a little low, which is a little concerning. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, she was handwritten, so we don't know. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe maybe next time out they extend her a little bit, she can run faster. And talking to John Salzman Jr. in the winner's circle afterwards, and, you know, if all things go well, they are pointing to the Maryland Million Juvenile Philly race afterwards. And, and he said she's better than what we saw last Friday. He had to train her because, keep in mind, she was scratching the paddock in one of those races up at Saratoga. Right. Then, then they regrouped her. They got her to the grade two Adirondack. She showed a lot of early speed in there and then packed it in. They had to, to, to train her uh, to, to so much, uh, not so much, but they had to take the edge off her. They had to, tra you know, I think they, think they galloped her uh, last Friday morning, the morning of the race. And, and you know, maybe they, 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 you know, trained her a little bit more to take the edge off her so they could get her over here. That's kind of what John Salton Jr. was saying. Now that they have her kind of figured out mentally, they can maybe, they can uh, have her a little bit more sharp for the Maryland Million Juvenile Philly race. So I think now that they, uh, they, they have her figured out here in the paddock, we could see a big effort from limited view, a lot better effort in the Maryland Million. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, she was, again, still a little bit nervous in the post parade, but nothing too concerning. And so she is finally settling down into a more mature mind. Freedom Child, uh, the sire, had two winners here at Laurel Park last Friday. So he's the, uh, the leading freshman sire here in the area so that's uh, that's the races from laurel park last weekend let's get a quick break as uh we'll talk about some other big races from all over the country and stick around here our, our local preview we're going to preview fall festival of racing this saturday seven stake races featuring the frank J. the francis memorial dash more about that right after this <laughs> Welcome back, Laurel Park Weekly. I'm Stan Salter, Dave Rodman, Ty Ellis. It's September 13th here, a new edition as we recap last week and get you ready for a big weekend racing here this weekend at Laurel Park. But real quick, with some big national races last weekend, Miss Temple City, she was at it again for trainer Grand Motion down there in Kentucky Downs. A nice win in the Kentucky Downs ladies' turf uh, last weekend at Kentucky Downs. This is one of the uh, top turf runners here in the Grand Motion barn. A few Ty. moments ago, yeah. we saw Edgar Prado 
Hall of Famer on Limited View and then makes the trip to uh, Kentucky from Miss Temple City to win by a neck. 80 cent to a dollar favorite. Uh, she was nervous pre-race of Royal Ascot and Graham Motion says he was nervous before she runs, always gets nervous before she runs. She does uh, work a little bit to get it done there but uh, prevailed over Zepessa who was the pacemaker and pretty much the only speed in the race so she had to call on all of her class there as Miss Temple City. Next, perhaps, we'll see her in the first Lady Stakes at Keeneland, they say. All right. Yeah, it, it was a good win. Uh, Miss Temple City, she should have won there. She's grade win, winning horse, going against grade three uh, company. But uh, Kentucky Downs can be kind of a, a quirky kind of track, being that long stretch run. But it was an impressive win visually, just sitting off a, a pace, a quick pace. But uh, it was, it was I, I feel like if Edgar Prado needed more out of her, he could have got it. Yeah, she, you know, she should have beaten this field, right? I mean, yeah. it was a much easier field than she's faced in the past. So we'll see what's next for her. First lady stakes perhaps against her own sex. There was maybe even some talk of maybe running her against the boys in the Shadwell Mile, but I would make a bet that she goes back against her own kind. All right, Grand Motion doing a nice job managing Miss Temple City. Gets her back to the winner's circle down there. Kentucky Downs also, let's show you, Oscar-nominated in the Calumet Farm Kentucky Turf Cup at Kentucky Downs this past weekend. Oscar nominated. I like the name. A mile and a half. Uh, up the dips and around the bend and up the hills and around they go at Kentucky Downs with an undulating turf course. And Oscar nominated gets the job done over Postulation, who was probably on uh, maybe not the best part of the course. The inside to me at Kentucky Downs all weekend, perhaps not playing as the best part of the track. There wasn't a lot between them at the end. Uh, prevails by ahead with Julian Le Peru. Mike Maker had several runners in the race and gets it done with Oscar nominated. And Muktasir, who had a good summer at Saratoga, solid third. I've never been down to Kentucky Downs. I like the turf course down there, Ty. You ever been down there? Haven't. They give away a ton of money, though. They do. Big purses down there, and Oscar nominated. Uh, what, a, a couple-week meet, or are they over down there? Uh, i got one more day Thursday tomorrow, as far as I know. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. So Oscar nominated. Nice win down there at Kentucky Downs. It was a big weekend for Sagamore Farm. They got the money out there in Chicago with Barry Lee in the Arlington, Washington fraternity. This horse, an impressive winner here at Laurel Park. And Barry Lee, another nice two-year-old for Sagamore Farm. Let's show you this race here from Arlington. A familiar name from Maryland. And for Sagamore going up to ride Barry Lee, Horatio Carlmanis in the Arlington, Washington fraternity. Uh, this is the third uh, first crop stakes winner for uh, violence. Uh, he's having a really good year. Anytime you see a young two-year-old who's sired by violence, you might want to take an extra look at them. He's starting off with a bang. Barry Lee's half-sister, by the way. Let's pool our money since you're winning so much in that pick five. Half-sister <laughs> by Sky Mesa sells at Keeneland this week, so maybe we can get uh, a nice broodmare prospect, racing prospect there. Uh, Probably yeah. go for six figures. We might need some other investors. You need a little more than a pick five? Yeah. yeah okay. I'll settle pick. for the lobster roll stand. <laughs> All right. We'll stick, <laughs> stick with that. It's good to see Sagamore really. They put so much money breeding, but they also bought this violence uh, 
for, for 300000 So they put a lot of money into the game, and it's good to see uh, those, those pay off. And that was a good win. Barry Lee won here, broke the maiden here at Laurel. Uh, I think they might be pointing towards Breeders' Cup. Might be a little bit too long, but Thank that's you. what I'm hoping for, for, for Barry Lee. Well, he's certainly versatile, you know, winning on the synthetic at Arlington, winning on the dirt, and uh, relaxed a little bit off the pace, was in a little tight and didn't want to be down inside, took him to the outside, gets the job done there after uh, a fail run at Saratoga, but I thought a pretty good effort where he chased hot pace. Yeah, the pace in that Saratoga race wow. was, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you have to toss that, yeah, it right. was a suicidal pace. All right, so good to see Barry Lee back in the winner's circle. Here's a horse to watch for you, Trumper out there at LaSalle, an impressive now, maiden winner. Th this is not a political statement, this is a maiden win uh, for uh, Trumper. And look at the style he does it in. Uh, a maiden that caught the eye who perhaps is going to be a stakes winner. He's trained by Art Sherman, California Chrome fan fame. Uh, at Outward. Horse too, right? Yeah, look at him. Uh, really, uh, really nice stride on him. And he does it with, uh, with so much ease out there. So he's going to be a horse to look forward to. Thought we'd show you a horse maybe on the upswing for, from the week with an interesting name out there in California. And, you know, he's got that pedigree. Uh, to get the, the distance as well. He's by uh, Shackelford uh, uh, and uh, out of uh, Holy Bull Mare. I think Shackelford's going to be one heck of a sire. He's siring some winners already. Of uh, course, the, the, the Preakness winner, I think, will have a good career at stud. So, Trumper, keep an eye on Trumper, all you uh, horses to watch people. Let's get a quick, uh, you gotta, you got to have you gotta have at least uh, five or six horses to watch in, in, in the pipeline, you know, to, to have uh, you know, some big scores on the horizon. Right? It's, it's getting to be that time of year, right, uh, towards uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile, already exactly. thinking about yep. Derby next year. Yep, yep. All right, let's say, take another quick commercial break. When we come back, we have seven, seven uh, stakes to talk about, six on the turf, the feature that are Francis Dash on the main track We'll talk about uh, our big fall festival racing day here at Laurel Park right after this. Welcome back, Laurel Park Weekly. It's Wednesday, September 13th. We've talked about last week, and now let's talk about all the big racing coming up this week and this Saturday, the Fall Festival of Racing, featuring the 26th running of the Grade 3 Frank J. DeFrancis Memorial Dash, presented by Express Bet. That's one of seven stakes we have this Saturday. Six of them are on the turf. going to be a huge Saturday, uh, or, or, or I think the first of six Super Saturdays with a bunch of stake races this fall. Yeah. 
Yeah, looking forward to, to it. And I mean, looking at the nominations for this weekend, it's like a, a nice uh, day to play that pick five, the early and the late, especially the late with all the stakes action in it. We have 11 race card on, on Friday, mm -hmm. so we'll, I'm, I'm assuming at least 11, probably Saturday. The beautiful thing about the 11 race card, you can hit that early pick five and then have mm -hmm. plenty of time to parlay it into the late pick five or even that rainbow pick six that's uh, getting a little carryover uh, building up for you. How about somebody in the dash for us? Do you have a single? I don't know yet. Well, let's <laughs> show you a horse that's going to be in there, Whitmore. Uh, we know Whitmore is going to be in the DeFrancis Dash. Let's show you Whitmore's win here. This was in the, uh, the Maryland Sprint at Pimlico this past spring, May 20th at Pimlico, the Grade 3 Maryland Sprint. Whitmore comes with a, a rally on the outside uh, to get up here for Ron Moclet. So Whitmore going to be one of the horses to beat here in the DeFrancis Dash this year. Yeah, he had won several in a row and then beaten favorite in his most recent start at Belmont. So the question is, can he rebound, come back to his best races uh, after after that uh, failed effort last time as a beaten favorite, um, you know the, that's that's the big question about Whitmore. Yeah, but ran into a bit of a trouble in the True North last out, but we got uh, I mean a lot of really good uh, nominations. Mind your biscuits, who's uh, nominated in here? Uh, X Y Jet, a George Jorge Navarro horse that's nominated. So I, I don't know who else is in here right now. They were still working on this race pretty good when I checked in the racing office. I have uh, some horses that are, that are in the other stakes, but they were still wheel wheeling and dealing with the different is Dash trying to get a big field in that race. But, yeah, some nice horses nominated. Um, uh, George Navarro with a couple nice horses nominated. Kenny Decker with a nice local horse. Awesome Banner, who was just second in the grade one Vanderbilt last out. Uh, so that's a good local horse. Hopefully that horse will be in there. Mind Your Biscuits, of course, is uh, nominated. So I think we'll have a nice rendition. Uh, used to be a grade one. Hopefully it'll get back up to a grade one here in a couple years, the uh, the Frank DeFrancis Memorial Dash. Yeah, I think it's just going to be a matter of time for sure. You know, we moved it around a bit on the schedule. Yep. And, uh, you know, you get a horse like Whitmore in there it's going to certainly help a cause. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, the winner this, uh, of the DeFrancis uh, this year, since it being in September, gives them plenty of time, maybe another race in October, and then on to the, on to the Breeders' Cup sprint. So hopefully that's the game plan for our grade three uh, Frank J. DeFrancis Memorial Dash winner this year. Let's talk about the Laurel Fraternity. What a famous race this is. Secretariat's won this race. Barbaro's won this race. A bunch of other greats have won this race. Uh, we're going to talk about Cheese On. Let me tell you who's in here right now. Well, here's Cheese On. Uh, this is uh, Cheese On winning uh, here at Laurel Park in debut for trainer Cal Lynch. This is back in June. This horse comes from off the pace at 12 to 1 against a tough maiden special weight field. It's a two-year-old by Scipion out of a sea of secrets, Mayor. After this, a uh, nice allowance win at Delaware. Tried Stakes Company at Delaware last out fourth. Uh, but a, a two-time winner here in the Laurel Fraternity. Cheese on. Well, I mean, I was very impressed by his maiden score. And then he goes up to Delaware to do it again. Uh, and then he ran into that buzzsaw, Kodiak Cowboy. <laughs> uh, nobody was going to beat him that day. And uh, he did improve his position, and he can rate. He can sit just off of it. He's got enough tactical speed so he doesn't get that far back. So here's who I, who I have circled in the Laurel Fraternity right now. Cheese on, dial one, go Willie, go, Majestic Dunhill. Naughty Boy, that's a, that's a nice Aaron McClellan runner that won first out here. Shane's Jewel and Stroll Smoking, so uh, at least seven right now in the Laurel Fraternity. Style one, the yeah. Todd Pletcher horse is going to be really tough. I, I, I'm glad he's bringing him up here. Uh, third, good good maiden breaking win on the turf at Gulfstream, but then uh, went into some stakes companies the last couple. Finished third in those times. Found a little bit of trouble in the last race. Going to be tough. Dial one. 
uh, dialed in Colt here uh, coming down for Todd Pletcher, Robert Lapenta is the owner. A lot of horses making their turf debut here in the Law of Maturity. They've won already. They've broken their maiden, maybe even an allowance win, but they're making their turf debut uh, like Go Willie Go is for trainer Linda Albert. Nice maiden, special weight winner, going a half mile at Timonium. So this horse is quick by Jimmy uh, Jimmy Creed making his turf debut here in the historic running of the Law of Maturity. Yeah, again, there's another young sire that's producing a lot of winners, Jimmy Creed. Uh, it, it's, it's really going to depend on... Uh, you know, which one of these runners, these two-year-olds, is going to like the turf? An interesting move. Did you mention Stroll Smoke in there? Stroll uh, Smoking yeah, is in, yeah. I, I, that's another horse that uh, faced some uh, Goodwin last time out in the Strike Your Colors there uh, at uh, Delaware. He was, he was uh, just uh, ahead, actually, wasn't he? Yeah, of Cheese On last time out. But I love the way that he broke his maiden here at Laurel for the $40,000 tag from the Wayne Potts barn. And a naughty boy was an impressive uh, debut winner on the turf here at Laurel. Then tried the grade three Sanford on the dirt. No good. Tried going long. And the with anticipation last out of Saratoga showed some speed there and packed it in. I think Naughty Boy cutting back to six furlongs is going to be dangerous here. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Why did they, they ran this horse in the Sanford uh, on the dirt, Ty? You know, and when he, he broke his maiden on the turf, I guess he just took a shot, right? He was 20 to 1 there. But he comes back with a good race in the with anticipation, all things considered, considering the distance and the quality of the company. Yeah, they probably tried the, the dirt first time. Mm -hmm. You got a lot of the. the two-year-old races uh, they kind of focus on the tur the dirt races especially up mm -hmm. in new york that mm -hmm. time of year so that's probably they just tried to give it a shot back on the turf this is where this horse wants to be all right so it'll be a nice running of the laurel fraternity going six furlongs on the turf let's talk about the salima next here's who we have in there right now art attack 86 mets that was a good team. Uh, Matamax, Mel's going wild, proportionality, and wise gal. Let's show you, I believe, proportionality from the Sagamore Farm and Horacio de Paz. This was, uh, uh, so proportionality is going to be tough here in the Salima. Let me just find, the, here we go. This was the debut win on the dirt, made in special weight back in early July here at Laurel Park. They tried the grade two Adirondack after this. That didn't go too well. Now this daughter of discreet cat out of a touch gold mare. She's making her turf debut here in the Salima for uh, Horacio de Paz. Yeah, I wouldn't describe this maiden win as, uh, as uh, impressive, but it was certainly professional. You know, it, it was professional indeed. And then uh, last time out, she was 20 to one at Saratoga uh, against a pure or silver. I mean, nobody was going to beat her that day. And she wins by nine. <laughs> so uh, proportionality coming back uh, to, to the turf here uh, in the Salima, I think, is going to be just right up her alley. Speaking of the 86 Mets, Ty, how about uh, the Kelly Rubley two-year-old filly by Colonel John? She had a nice win against Maiden Special Weight on the turf last out at Delaware. Kelly Rubley stabled at Fair Hill. She had a nice win here last weekend. Always does well with her turf runners. That was an easy win. They got a, got a soft pace and really went on but if uh, sh if if she can get this horse to improve gonna definitely be uh, a, a horse to look at i like wise gal yeah. of houghton on the outside good debut win uh, here at laurel got a, a, a the 67 number here steve hamilton was aboard so i i do like wise gal it's just there's so many horses that can improve drastically mm -hmm. uh, in this two-year-old level 
I yeah. like Wisegal a lot. How about Dove Out? The barn's really having a good summer. They, uh, the, the summer meet, they were live, and then uh, they, they got off to a good start for the fall meet. They won the early daily double on Sunday, and Wisegal by Einstein. Einstein, that, that, that big horse for Helen Pitts, that one on the dirt, synthetic, and maybe best of all on the turf. Uh, out of a not for love, Mayor Spirit of Game, she was pretty good. Yeah, Wisegal, I think, a, a, a very live uh, lo um, local horse here for Dove Houghton. And uh, longtime uh, Maryland breeders, uh, Eric Breeder, Eric Worth in there, yeah, yeah. Uh, keeping the faith, and it looks like they've got a good turf filly on their hands. All right, so the Viturity and the Salima, two historic races. They're part of seven stake races this Saturday for Fall Festival uh, racing. Let's talk about the All Along Stakes, which is a listed stake for 150000 going a mile and a 16th on the turf for billionaires. We have Gianna's Dream in there right now, Juno, Light Up by Our World, Martini Glass, Northern Smile, On Leave, Page, and Price to Perfection. Also, Kelly Rubley supplemented a horse in there. Indian Paint also entered in the All Along. Uh, let's take a look here at the stewardess, Janny Philly, On Leave. Four-year-old Philly here for the Hall of Famer, Suge McGahee. Here's her win here uh, in the All Along. It wasn't a win here. I got to get to my page here. So let me <laughs> take over. I'm stuck. Here we go. On lead back uh, back in May in the Grade Three Gallaret at Pimlico. A good second to uh, Cambodia in that race. Came back and won the uh, the Perfect Sting at Belmont after finishing a good second here in the uh, the Gallaret. This is the Gallaret. You see that horse in front of her, Cambodia? Yep. You follow Delmar Racing, California Racing. Yep. Been a terror out there, yep. right? Tommy many, Park. many times. Uh, so that's that the horse uh, on the level out there in California. So you'd have to think that on leave would be the favorite, if not one of the favorites coming up here this weekend. Yeah, you got Stan, you mentioned a light up our world Arnold Delacour trains. Uh, this is gonna this is a really good Irish bred Philly. Uh, good second last time in a grade three up at Monmouth, but has been uh, running well up in, in England and uh, over in Britain over in Newmarket. Mm. Uh, I think that horse is gonna be tough to watch in, or tough tough in this race and then so is Gianna's dream, Michael Maker. Uh, owns this filly. Good third. Last out in the Violet, the same race that uh, the horse we were just talking about, Light Up Our World, came out of. So this horse is gonna, this race is going to come up tough, too. Uh, Martini Glass is a winner on the turf, and she was second to Songbird in the, uh, on the dirt. And the Del Cap up there, beat line of best fit, horse we talked about earlier. A good sprinter, but she has turf ability, so maybe she's coming around right now. Um, she was beaten favorite right after that runner-up finish on the dirt at Delaware, but again, a turf winner down in Florida or Philly who's uh, apt to improve here at the age of four. The last, last time this martini glass was on the turf won by eight lengths. Uh, it was a starter allowance so much cheaper but a little when cheaper you, when race you, right? When you win by eight lengths on the turf I mean that that's like 16 on the dirt so that's a that's a good win by martini glass she can certainly do the turf. All right, now talking about the all-along stakes going long on the turf for Philly Mares. Grand Motion has a lightly raced four-year-old Philly in there by Temple City. Price to perfection. She was third here on the Laurel Grass last fall when she was three in the grade three Commonwealth Oaks. And uh, the comeback assignment at Saratoga in July, that was pretty tough. And then a grade three company at Monmouth. This will be the third race back off the layoff. A little easier spot than that grade three. I think Price to perfection gets in good form uh, in the all-along Saturday. 
that's a competitive race. Beyond uh, the on leave, you know, I think it's wide open. <laughs> All right, let's take a look here at the Laurel, Laurel Turf Cup going a mile and a half here on our big world-class turf course for three-year-olds and upward. That's a $100,000 stake. And let's talk about Talk Show Man, the local favorite here for trainer Hammy Smith. This is Talk Show Man's win here at Laurel Park. It was a long, long time in between wins. He won the uh, 2015 uh, uh, Henry S. Clark here in Maryland, and this was his win. Uh, this was his win here against Allowance Company late July here, going a mile on the turf. So after this, uh, an okay fifth in the fine stakes, but Talk Show Man, a four-time winner here on the Laurel Grass. I think in the Laurel Turf Cup, going a mile and a half, he'll love that distance. Mm, yeah, four-time winner here at Laurel Park, and uh, you know didn't have a lot of pace to run to last time out in the soft going in the fine behind Just Howard, and uh, this. Uh, yeah, he likes Laurel. There's no doubt about it. Marengo Road could be an interesting horse in here uh, if uh, trainer Mike Trombetta decides to, to run. This horse, a uh, nice win on the dirt last out uh, up there at Penn, but was a nice uh, second on the turf right behind Talk Show Man, the, ra the race we just showed you. Yeah, he's a horse I really thought was going to be a super nice three-year-old. He's had some ups and downs. Uh, maybe this distance is just going to be the perfect spot for him. Revved up, Scott Suge McGahee nominated in here. I'm not sure if the horse is going, but the horse has been competing at the second level allowance race up there, New York, Saratoga, Belmont. Uh, so this horse could be tough. Moved to Sear, Kieran, McLaugh uh, Kieran uh, McLaughlin. Also, nice win, second level allowance last time up at Saratoga. So uh, depending on some of the entries in here, Chad Brown's got a horse that's nominated. Arnold Delacour, another one. Uh, it's just going to be a loaded Saturday stand. I can't, yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be full fields and... And tough races. Well, mile and a half. Mile and a half. Mile well, the horse half. that won this race last year, Renown, is uh, nominated for trainer Elizabeth Voss. Uh, I'd like to see the six-year-old back in there. Um, he, uh, he has well, one win this year, but a nice win going a mile and a half last year for Renown here in this race. Mm, yeah. And that last race was at Saratoga, and he's kind of a little bit of a closer. And he could not do that in the John's Call on that Saratoga turf course at a mile and five ace. Uh, he's, uh, he's apt to bounce back. All right, so it'll be a nice uh, mile-and-a-half contest for the Laurel Turf Cup here Saturday. Let's talk about the sprinters next. The Laurel Dash Stakes going six furlongs on the turf for three-year-olds and upward. Uh, here's who's in there right now. Amelia's Wild Ride is in there. Blue Moon Ace, Class and Cash, Dream Mover, Joseph, big field here in the Laurel Dash. Uh, Rapid Dance, Snow Day, Spring to the Sky, and Triple Burner, uh, is uh, let's show you who do we have here for the Laurel Dash? Burner. I believe yeah, Triple Burner. Let's show you Triple Burner for trainer Linda uh, Albert. This was a nice win here at Laurel Park last fall against a tough three other than Allowance Company, going five and a half furlongs. Led every step of the way with a bunch of pre pressure from some nice runners. So this is a nice horse here. Hasn't won since this race. This will only be his third start this year for trainer Linda Albert. Remember this horse a while back used to be a deep closer and he kicked in the afterburners. Afterburners for triple burner, and, yep. and all of a sudden, just kind of has recently changed the style last year. Went wire to wire in the victory here you're looking at. So, um, very versatile, that's for sure, is triple burner. The question is, he's kind of a lightly race this year, um, but uh, no match against Richard's boy. I mean, he was 100 to 1 in the turf sprint at uh, Pimlico. This is going to be a much easier spot for him uh, this weekend. Yeah, Blue Moon Ace, an interesting horse. 
in here, Ty. This horse, a, a nice win first off the claim last out in the coalition stakes at Timonium. He's 0 for 4 on the turf, but he's in a new barn now. Now trained by Kevin Patterson, owned by Robert Cole Jr. Uh, he's in sharp form since that claim. Now going to get back on the turf here. Four-year-old by Malibu Moon, Blue Moon Ace, an interesting horse in the Laurel Dash. Yeah, Kevin Patterson is about 40% uh, I think. He right. is a heck of a trainer. Good claim. Won the coalition with ease. I don't know if his uh, if he's at that great at, well as mm. as good as a turf trainer as he is a dirt trainer. He's mostly stabled up where you get the turf uh, with the dirt. Um, so I'll be looking to see. I'll probably pass on this horse. There's going to be some money on the horse uh, with the barn. But the switch is going to be tough. Well, he's. I'm looking back at his uh, last turf race. He was beaten a length and change by Flash Phelps, English minister, talk show man. So it's not like you know he's he's kept a little bit uh, decent company hidden in the lines there on the turf. That's for sure. And he's certainly a better horse, <laughs> at least as his best race uh, it was his last race at Timonium, where he set sizzling fractions and drew off. Um, I wouldn't put it past him to hit the winner's circle. Yeah. Class and cash, James yeah. Sabelli's got a really nice uh, uh, gelding in here. It's going to be probably the pace, the speed in here. Going to go to the front and kind of see how far uh, she can take or he can take everybody in here. But uh, class and cash for Jane Sabelli is going to be tough in here too. Yeah, Jane Sabelli always dangerous. I hit the early pick five Sunday with the Sabelli winner <laughs> in race five uh, last uh, last uh, Sunday. I forget the name, but uh, Sabelli always dangerous here on the turf at Laurel Park. So it'll be a nice uh, Laurel Dash going six furlongs on the turf there. Big field expected in the Laurel Dash. Let's talk next here about the sensible lady turf dash. Philly and Marish three and up going six furlongs on the turf. Let's talk about everything lovely from the Kathleen DeMassey barn. This was a nice win here for this Philly. Uh, this was uh, May 20th here in the very one at Pimlico going five furlongs on a good turf course. She led every step of the way. She made almost 350000 Well managed by Kate DeMassey. She didn't run very well last out in the stake race up at Saratoga, but uh, she's going to get maybe a little easier spot here today. Everything lovely. Impressive winner here last, last uh, May at Pimlico. She just faced so much tougher last time at Saratoga, and there was a little give in the ground, uh, so you just draw, draw a line through that. Brings it back down here to Maryland, the circuit that she likes a little bit more. Uh, good win, that very one that we just saw right there, and, and a good third in the Jamelia three back. Daylight Ahead, who, was, who won that race um, is nominated. I'm not sure is going to enter, but uh, uh, I do like the, the chances. I would think that uh, perhaps um, Elusive Joni from the Gary Capuano barn would be uh, a go in this race. I mean, she was only beaten a length uh, in the very one on everything lovely there, and she's a filly who uh, has a lot of talent sprinting on the turf. We've seen her run before um, and just did not like that very, very soft ground we had the yielding ground here beaten by Rapid Dan, who was kind of a mild upsetter there back in that allowance race. Exaggerated for trainer Arno Delacours, a three-time winner on the Laurel Grass. She's been running against some heavyweights at uh, uh, Keeneland last out. Didn't run very well last time here at, at, at Pimlico, but that was last year. She's only raced one time this year for Arno Delacours. Some nice works up there at Fair Hill. Exaggerated. If she runs, she loves the grass here. Well, I mean, everything lovely I thought had a great trip in the video we showed you there. <clears throat> Has not been able to fire since then, so I'm looking for somebody here at a at a little bit of a price, to be honest with you. Ginger and Rye, another Sagamore horse, is nominated. Yep. Ever since they cut this horse back to going around one turn, 
is two for two of the last two races. So uh, a horse that's going to be definitely dangerous if entered. Horatio De Paz, we've talked about about five times on the show already. Yep, Got yep, some runners yep. in that Sagamore barn. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. And Ginger and Ryan, a three-time winner here on the Laurel Grass. So be a big field expected in the sensible lady turf dash. I'm, I'm looking for another stake. I think that's all seven stakes that we've uh, talked about uh, previewing the big fall festival of racing this Saturday here at Laurel Park. That's it. Uh, let's get a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk about th th three. Uh, no commercial break. Okay, guys, let's go right into uh, the national preview here. Let's talk about the Rico Woodbine Mile to win and you're in for the Breeders' Cup Mile. Uh, that's uh, this weekend here at Woodbine World Approval. We know this horse well. Uh, let's take a look here at World Approval's last uh, race. Uh, World Approval, of course, the winner of this year's Grade 2 Dixie at Pimlico. Yeah, and also won the four-star Dave, which we're seeing right here. And there was a deluge at uh, Saratoga right before this race. The horse was on near the lead and then just really took to the ground, which was a yielding surface. One by two lengths. There were some good horses in that race. Maybe the ground helped uh, him out a little bit. But you see, you go back to that Dixie where he also won by two lengths. Mark Cassie trains this gray horse. Uh, going be, gonna to be really tough in here. Likes that mile distance here in the Woodbine. It's the mile. 1.4 million in earnings, uh, 20 starts on the turf and nine wins. You've got to respect that world approval as a superior class runner. Deville, named after the, uh, the, the Saratoga of the France. If you ever get, get over to France, go to Deville in August, Ty. Let's talk about Deville, an expected runner here in the Woodbine Mile. Deville finished third in the Arlington Million, which we're seeing this uh, right here on the screen. And this was this year. Finished third also last year in the Arlington Million in almost the exact same fashion on the, on the rail, had the lead at the top of the stretch. Uh, but really, when you get a million-dollar race, you got all these runners coming, and uh, that's what happened was just tagged late by a Chad Brown Beach Patrol horse right here. Uh, if this form can hold, cutting back a little bit from a mile and a quarter to a mile, so the speed is going to be dangerous. I like DeVille probably going on the front end, but Aiden O'Brien is a trainer. Yeah, four-year-old by Galileo who's made over a million dollars, um, uh, 300000 this year. Uh, Aiden O'Brien, he's, he's always dangerous in these uh, turf stakes over here. Uh, another millionaire on the turf there, and I, I, I love horses who do that, Ty, when they close down on the inside like that, <laughs> and just nothing really phases them, nothing bothers them. Obviously, he's a classy turf horse, so he can do that. Uh, but, uh, you know, one of these days, I love them when they get that clear sweeping trip on the outside. Some of the speed falters right in front of them at the eighth pole like them even better now that I've seen that video. It's a good video, and Woodbine's got a, a long stretch also. Mm -hmm to their turf course, mm -hmm. so uh, the, those late kind of closers, it might might help a little bit more. All right, let's talk about the Northern Dancer turf this weekend. Let's show you Dragon Bay from the Stewart Simon Barn here. Hey, here's uh, the last race here for Dragon Bay. Yeah, and Dragon Bay's cross-entered in the Woodbine Mile. I'm assuming the connections will probably take them here to the nor uh, Northern Dancer. Uh, I think this is a softer, phase, uh, softer race. We're looking at the entries, uh, I think it could be a wide-open race Dragon Bay, good win here. Uh, this was a Nijinsky at Woodbine, so definitely likes the course. Has won there multiple times, won, won there four times on the turf course. So that's Dragon Bay. Uh, Stuart Simon trains. 
horse for course, that's for sure. How about Fanciful Angel? She was second at a big 73 to 1 with first time Lasix last out in the Arlington Million for trainer Chad Brown. Chad Brown with another nice turf runner here with the Ireland bred Fanciful Angel. Can you remember the last time you saw anything 73 to 1 on Chad Brown? Oh. <laughs> really Not going to get 70 to three, 73 to 1 here or anywhere close to that. You see the gray here on your screen running down. This is the Arlington Million again that we saw ready once today, but uh, the horse was coming late, 73 to 1, wide open field, just finished second against uh, Beach Patrol in this race. Going to be tough in the Northern Dancer, which is a mile and a half. Broken a tangle in that race and uh, had a broken straight line and, uh, you know, in a clean break. Who knows? It could have been a massive upset there over Beach Patrol. Good effort. All right, let's talk about the Iroquois. It's a win and you're in for the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Division. And uh, Ghost Sapper has a good-looking two-year-old here. Dak attack for trainer Dale Romans. Two for two so far out of an Indian Charlie Mare. Here's Dak attack's race last out at Ellis Park. This is at Ellis Park. Dale Romans will do this a lot. He's quoted as saying uh, he wants to keep some of his best two-year-olds even away from Saratoga, keep keep uh, the competition a little easier so they put the horse at Ellis Park here in its stakes the Ellis Park Juvenile one with these really three lengths uh, well timed in hand the horse now is projecting up going to Churchill you're going to see uh, sporting sporting chance in this race who Dak attack beat in his debut uh, and that's going to be an interesting we have video of that horse, right? Yeah. Very interesting stretch run to show you a sporting chance here in a moment. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, talk, talk about the, uh, let's talk about sporting chance. For the coach, the Hall of Famer, D. Wayne Lucas, with another nice two-year-old. This one by Tiz now out of a candy ride mare. This horse won his last two, including the grade one hopeful last out up there at Saratoga. And yeah. there he is on the lead in the blue cap. Now watch him, Ty. Watch him, Stan. And uh, if you'd bet on him here, what is he, 5 to 1? You got 100 to win? What do you think right now? You think you're he's home right chances, here, right? Yeah, you like that, don't you? You're right, <laughs> oh, he's you're headed right to the windows. Right and to then, the window, and then he, he And then he ducked out to make it very, very close. Takes a Spicer Cup turn almost. Yeah, almost, <laughs> yeah. Lucky nobody was directly behind him. But uh, he just ducked out a little bit there, just a little bit green as a two-year-old, but now he's won his last two. Um, didn't didn't duck out the race prior in the maiden win at Saratoga. So I don't know, you know, maybe he just saw something, a shadow, whatever. Um, anyway, let's hope he keeps a straight course there, sporting chance. All right, good stuff for uh, D. Wayne Lucas. Uh, that's it. That's all the races uh, to show you for uh, this upcoming week. And let's show you uh, the actual the promotions that are going on here for Fall Festival of Racing. Seven stakes, six on the turf, one on the dirt. That's to feature the grade three to Francis Dash presented by express bet you get a free prize wheel spin with the purchase of a program you can win wagers event tickets laurel park swag bags and much more so fall festival racing this saturday it's going to be one of the biggest days i think we're the big game in the country this saturday right dave i think we are and uh you know the handle is going to be very very strong and uh come get that free prize wheel spin all you got to do is get your racing program and lots of of wagers on there so you might win yourself a, a free uh, voucher to get you started in uh, the pick five or any of the uh, pick fours 
All right, Friday's big 11 race card will kick off the three-day race weekend. Handle was up opening weekend last weekend, expecting another big weekend here uh, this weekend. This Saturday is the first of six Super Saturdays we have here at Laurel Park with a bunch of stake races. So this is our, our big season, the fall meet here at Laurel Park, and we're looking forward to fall festival racing. Good luck. Uh, you guys ready for lunch? Uh, yeah. I'm ready to hit some more pick fives. <laughs> You're weekend. buying, right? I'm buying. Okay. All, right. All right. Good luck. We hope to see you out here for fall festival racing. We'll Good give luck. you a lunch or next week.